Kenny Garrett, and I'm the pastor of the General Baptist Church, God's House of Prayer, located in Fairborn, Ohio, and I thank you for joining us for this special message from the church. It's good to be in the Lord's house this morning. I'm always glad when I get to come together with you all and, and see everyone's face and know that, you know, the family of God, it really means something. Amen. It's more than just a group of people gathered in the building. You know, we have the, the, the COVID going on currently and has some restrictions and things that are good for our own selves to follow. But I'm thankful that the gathering of God's people can never be taken away from us. Amen. I was thinking of the scripture, I believe it's in John, talking about how the Father holds us so perfectly in his hand. Uh, Jesus, he says, all that the Father has given me, I have lost none, save, I believe he says, the son of perdition. To that effect, but he says also, no man shall pluck them out of my hand. And aren't you glad that when we come before him and give our full heart to him, we're with him to stay, and we can always stay with him. But like we, we have said, the Bible does tell us that there is a choice that is made, and some people do make a choice to turn away from God. And, you know, it's something hard to understand, but we don't have to worry as long as we hold firm in his hand. Amen. This morning, if the Lord be well, and I was doing a lot of thinking these past couple days because the Lord let me really... Uh, led on my mind thinking about heaven and and what all heaven will be like. And we know quite a few things from what the Bible tells us, but in this life, we can only imagine what that will be like, amen? But there's coming a day when we won't have to imagine anymore because we'll see it. We'll see him as he is. And as, as um, I was studying this week, the Lord led me through the Gospels, and I kind of went back and forth and back and forth to really think about what scriptures to use in the message this morning. But the Lord be willing, I want to start in Matthew chapter 19. I'll give you a moment to open your Bibles there this morning. I think a lot, as I, as I was studying this week, about what the Bible tells us in Jesus, that we spent the, what is it, I believe 33 years on the earth, and for three years in this ministry, he went around healing and teaching and, and preaching the message of the gospel. And often here, we see just how he describes the kingdom of heaven. So Matthew, in the 19th chapter, Lord be willing, I want to start out in the 13th verse. Jesus is in the midst of a group of people teaching them. And if you look at these uh, first couple verses, Matthew chapter 19, in the 13th verse, he says, or Matthew writes unto us, Then were there brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, and I'd like the church to really pay attention to this verse this morning. He says, Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. And behold, verse 16, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, 
What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter in, but if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments and listen to what the rich ruler, young man, says unto him. He says here in verse 18, He saith unto him which, Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up, what lack I yet. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Would you bow your heads this morning as we look to the Lord in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we come before you this day, thankful to be gathered together in your presence. Lord, bless those who have made it their part to be here, as we all are all children Blessing kept in your hand. Bless me as I've come before the church to now to bring the message, to break the bread of life. And Lord, we come before you asking these things and for your blessing in your mighty name. We do pray. Amen. I want to go back, Lord willing, here to verse 13. Matthew writes, Then there were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked him. Listen to what Jesus tells them here in verse 14. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. If we look at that scripture this morning, we begin to have an understanding of what the kingdom of heaven is about. The disciples had seen these little kids being brought to Jesus. You know, I imagine they were kind of aggravated little kids pestering the one that was their master. But Jesus, he looks to them and he says, no, 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 no. He says, do not forbid the little children. He says, suffer them or allow them to come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven. I was reading that scripture this week and I began to think, well, what was Jesus talking about when he said, for of such is the kingdom of, he kingdom of heaven? What is it about a little child that Jesus says, it's this type of person, this type of individual, if you come and believe on me and on the kingdom of heaven as a little child, uh, you will enter in. Looking at verse 14, he says, Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. So let's look at these verse for a minute. What makes it about a child that they are of the kingdom of heaven? One, a child is dependent upon their father. Amen. A child is dependent upon their father. A child has a love that is, un that is unlike a love that we can understand, a love for their parents. And this love leads the child to believe as they are taught by their father and mother. So how does this analogy and these simple facts of a child really relate to us as believers in Christ? One, the Bible teaches us that as we came to know the only begotten Son of the Father, what did we become? It says He gave them power to become sons of the living God. We are 
the children of God. Amen. And as the children of God, what is it, what is it our duty that we want should be dependent upon our Father? We should be dependent upon Him. The next thing, a child that is full of love, the Bible teaches us one of the greatest commandments. In fact, I believe it's number one. It says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, all thy mind and all thy strength. That is something that we that is so key on our faith this morning. We should love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And if you look in the scriptures, I didn't write it down, but Jesus is telling them the greatest commandments, and he says the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And, and I really love that next verse when he says, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. When we look at the scriptures and see what Jesus is teaching us about the Father, about himself, and about the kingdom of heaven, it's about a love that can only be known coming to him and trusting in him, being, being become a child, a son, a daughter of the living God. In Mark chapter 10 and verse 13, you can flip over there if you want, but I want to read these scriptures to you this morning. And this goes along the same lines as in Matthew, but there's another verse added on to here. Jesus, uh, Mark 10, 13, And they brought young children to him that he should touch him. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Now we read that same thing in the Gospel of Matthew, but I want you to pay attention to Mark chapter 10 and verse 15. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God, and pay attention to this, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. We look at that as such a powerful verse of Scripture because the Bible tells us we need to become like a little child in faith, in love, and in honor of God the Father. In Luke's gospel here, I want to uh, go through the Scriptures this morning, take a few minutes to discuss about the kingdom of heaven, what Jesus teaches the kingdom of heaven is like and what it is all about. In Luke's gospel here, I believe... It's in the 19th chapter, but I'll go ahead and read. Then he said, Unto what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and it waxed a great tree. And the fowls, or the birds of the air, lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Now Jesus uses a couple of analogies to describe what the kingdom of heaven is all about. And if you go and read in the Bible, you'll see that as Jesus comes, he says, I have come to preach unto the lost and to those that are kept in bondage and captivity. I'm come to set them free, to heal the blind, and to take care of all these things. Jesus says here, and again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leaven. And in the verses before that, 
we have the parable of the mustard seed. I was thinking about that very thing as I was reading and studying this week. I don't know how familiar everyone is with that type of seed or that type of planting, but what is a mustard seed? A little tiny pebble that you put in the ground and you put it in and you you know you bury it and take care of it, cultivate it. It goes from that tiny little pebble in the ground to such a massive plant or a tree, so much so that Jesus tells them even a bird can lodge in the branches of it. This is how the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven works. It came when Christ was sent down by the Father to give the, excuse me, it, it began when Christ was sent down by the Father to preach and call the lost and the sinners to repentance. Jesus told them, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And now I've heard that verse of scripture preached over and over again. But we know that the kingdom of heaven is a place that God has prepared where he sits on the throne. And we know that when we were called out of this world, it was the, I believe it was the Apostle Paul who wrote, he said, For me to die is era, for me to live is Christ, but for me to die is gain. We know that we would love right now to be able to go to a place where there is no more sorrow or pain. But God has us as he has called us here into this life, each and every one of us. We have a purpose for to share the message of God and to be a light and an ambassador for God. Then he said unto him, or no, then said he, unto what is the kingdom of God like and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden. And it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. You know, as I have just said, Jesus came bringing the beginning of the kingdom of God, which is as that little mustard seed. But as he planted that mustard seed so long ago, it has been the church's job ever since to keep it growing. Amen. To go out and to share and to spread the message of hope and redemption in Christ. Verse 21, he says, or verse 20, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leaven. You know, that's another analogy, but as we read these two, we see how the kingdom of God started off when Christ came into this world. And even so, the kingdom of God is preached. I believe this is written in uh, the Gospel of John. It says, since that time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presseth into, into it. Another, another parable Christ puts forth in Matthew 13, and th chapter 13, verse 13. He says, Matthew writes, another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like to a Matthew 13. This is the same parable. Oh, here we go. Another parable, verse 24. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. The servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, 
Didst not thou sow good seed in thy field, from whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. And the servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat, and but gather the wheat into my barn. As we have been saying this morning, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God has begun with Christ in the world. Jesus Christ said that he was the light of the world, and he said, when I ascend to the Father, you will be the light of the world. That is our place this morning. And it says here that he plants good seed, but while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. This makes me think about our present world that we live in today. Christ did come and to sow good seed, but we know that there is a one who is called the devil, or he's called Satan, the adversary of God and of God's people. And he has come into this world and in, even into the church to plant tares and to cause division and strife. But Jesus says, just as he says here, let them both grow together until the harvest. And at that harvest, we see in the scripture, he says, I will gather the wheat into my barn and burn the tares throw the tares into the furnace and burn them. Even so, this is the world that we live in today. But while we are living, let us not sleep, but go forth and continue to spread the good seed. Another parable he puts forth in Matthew. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in the field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth and for joy thereof, goeth and selleth all, that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered good into vessels, but cast the bad away. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. As we get ready this morning to come to a close, uh, Sister Diana, I'll ask you to come forth and get a song ready for invitation. We live in a world where God has given us a work, having accepted us into the family to go forth and to carry his word. Even so, as he comes this morning, I want to take a moment for anyone that might need prayer. I know sometimes we get down in ourselves and we just need to talk to the one who is our Savior, amen, to give us strength and to give us encouragement as she plays.